everybody. Welcome to Busy Living So Bomb, Busy Living So Bomb, Busy Living So Bomb, episode 176. What up, Buttercup? What up with you, 176? I think we're on 176. Wow. In fact, I know we are. It's episode 176. I'm here today with my hubby, everybody. And let's face it, he loves to come on. Just love to help you out. I love to help my wife out. You do love to help me out. And it's, your guest, um, I like to think of myself as your guest of last resort. You kind of are. Wheezy was supposed to come on today, but she had some stuff going on because of all what's going on in the world, so she couldn't come on. But she will hopefully be on next week. Gotcha. And, and well, That'll I will, be exciting. And then I'll let you off. And then I think I have, I have a lot of guests that want to come on, and I might have to start doing my Tuesday with actual guests, like people I don't know, which is mm. fun, but it's, you know, it's all good. Yeah. So my topic today is the fact is I'm, um, I'm just going to come clean. I really am over people. Mm. Finally got to that point, huh? <laughs> it's taken four months of COVID. I love hanging out with my husband, you, but my disease or whatever it is, or humanism has gotten me to be sick of people in general. And right. so what do you do when you're sick of people? The nice thing is I don't feel like drinking. I have no interest in drinking any cocktails or partaking in any extracurricular, I can't even say that word, extracurricular activities. There it is. Way to say it. So I don't want to take it any on any extracurricular activities, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I think that living in recovery, it's an interesting thing because I think there's some people that live in that this is their whole life. And mm -hmm. I think people might assume because of what I do that I live in this life, but I don't. This is just part of my life. I see. So I think what you want to talk about sounds like balance. Balance. Right. Sounds like you're a little out of balance if you're not liking people. I'm out of balance. Mm -hmm. I am out of balance. And I am Well, it's easy to be out of balance because we've been, you know, uh, life has been strange since COVID and quarantine and, and all that. And I, I, I think that probably a lot of us are feeling out of balance. It totally feels like weird. I don't feel like zen. I don't feel well, like yeah. I mean, for me, you know, part of it is like I want to go out and do things, but then I don't. Or I want to go out and do things, but I don't want anybody like close to me. Um, you know, or I, I want to go out and do things, but I don't want to be around people that aren't wearing masks. Um, so it's it's hard that way. It's difficult. And that's just fear. I mean, that's all fear based. You know, nobody wants to get COVID and uh, it doesn't seem like, uh, where'd you go? Oh, there you are. <laughs> it doesn't seem like, it just doesn't seem like something that anybody wants to catch or, you know, or even it doesn't seem like something that anybody wants to bring home and, and maybe give to somebody else in the house. And that's probably where a lot of people, including myself, come from. Um, so it's hard, you know, 
we're, we're pretty social people and we have not been, you know, very social lately. And it's ironic that the only person I want to hang out with is you and you're the only person. <laughs> and um, I, 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 I may I, not be much, but I'm all you got, right? That's all I got. And um, I, I have to tell you, so I, I stepped away for a second for those of you that are watching this on actual video on our YouTube channel on Busy Living Sober. I got up because I had to go like, here's one. Here's one mask that I wear. And then here's another one that I wear. And so, and I have more. But it's interesting because when you just talked about the fear thing, so you go out to a restaurant, at least for me, we showed up at a restaurant. We did go to a restaurant and it wasn't yesterday. It was this weekend. We went to an outdoor restaurant. You know, you had to go inside to order the food, but you sat outside, every sat outside. And we're walking in and it's not a glint. It was just a regular like local place. And we go there and a family is in front of us. They walk in and it's two, uh, uh, it's two people and their children. And none of them were wearing masks. And so I, rather than, and I think you could attest to this because rather than me going, um, um, excuse me, you're not wearing a mask. You need to be wearing a mask. That's totally not cool. You're not wearing a mask. That's totally not cool. I go passive aggressive. And I look to JF and I say, can you believe that family is out here without a mask on? But how are you supposed to handle it? Well, we don't know about the whole mask thing yet because we haven't been living with it for very long. But, you know, <clears throat> in it, 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 it's... I, you know, in most situations, the way they handle things is if you, you know, say you, you talk directly to the person, right? So at least the one thing in this, in this situation is it is possible to say, you know, excuse me, but you're not wearing a mask and you're supposed to wear a mask. It even says so on that sign right next to you. Um, and, you know, you not making a mask, wearing masks is making me uncomfortable something like that and and address the people but i you know it's a this will be interesting to see how it plays out i think that um you know for me um people seem to have there's a lot of strong feelings about it um and there's a lot of uh there seems to be a lot of you know i mean a lot of people are not happy about it you know one side or the other and uh I don't really feel personally like me, like, you know, just getting into a political socioeconomic discussion with somebody about the mask thing. So I wear mine. Um, if I forget it, I go back to my car and get it. And uh, if I'm someplace where somebody's not wearing a mask, I just do my best to stay away from. Them. And you know what, if it's not going to make, if it's going to be a situation where I'm not going to be comfortable being around those people, then, I think I just need to leave and go someplace else. But it brings back the whole thing of being balanced. So, you know, being balanced, it, it, it's like, cause I used to go, you know, you used to get up, uh, you know, you might go for a walk somewhere. You might go to the gym if you're a gym person and you'll go and you'll do your thing. 
and you'll uh, spend time work, you know, uh, you'll spend time doing whatever you do in the day that you need to do, right? And then you would mm-hmm. run with friends, go out to lunch, do that. All of it feels weird. Hence, you're stuck in the house. All the political stuff is like overwhelming. I'm like over it completely. It seems like people are angry just to be angry. People are like, I see people on Facebook and certain social media places, and I'm just appalled. And I'm like, I'm off of it now. Because every time I watch it, it just makes me, it just gets me angry. And I'm like, why do I want to get angry? So hence, I don't like people at all. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. So I don't like people. So I'm like, how do I make sure that, and I don't even really want to go to Zoom things anymore. You know, I used to, you know, I would, was going to a lot of them. I was hosting them, 12-step Zoom meetings. And I'm kind of over that as well because I really just don't even care right now. It's weird. It's a weird time. And we're at the end of this. And now these numbers are ramping up. And the world says you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that. All I want to do is stay happy, peaceful, and calm. And how do you stay happy, peaceful, and calm when you live in a society that is literally in mayhem? Great question. I guess we'll find out, won't we? I don't know that anybody has the answer to that. I was just, I was struck by um, the one line that you said was, you know, it feels weird. And you, you have talked many, many, many numerous times over the course of all your podcasts about feelings and uh, you know, and about the fact that you didn't, you didn't like feelings. And that's one of the reasons why you drank so much was so you didn't have any. So, you know, now, so I'm curious, now you're having feelings that are uncomfortable, I suppose, if that's a good word. And, uh, and you need to figure out how you're going to handle that. I have feelings that are just, and I guess the feelings of uncomfortableness come from the fact that I'm like, you know, I feel like I used to get tired more. Okay. Cause I'd be physically, not only would I be physically do my workout thing, but I'd be on the run all the time. I'm always on the run. I'm from here to there. And like every human being was right. Every human being out there. I mean, no wonder people were on planes all the time. They were in restaurants all the time. They were in, I mean, everybody, the whole country, the whole world like was doing that. Right. Like people were from here to there, to this, to this, to this, to this, to this. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, um, you know, I was busier. I was busier and then that kept me busy and then I didn't have to. And maybe that's the reality is, is that I've known I'm normally that I don't normally sit around. I'm not a sit arounder. I'm not someone that waits or does anything, but right now because of the balance, you know, it doesn't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I, I brought that word up because I had a guy one time tell me when I was going through some stuff that, uh, you know, he said that, uh, JF, um, you need to learn how to be comfortable in your own discomfort. And he said, you know, discomfort is change. That's what's going on. And you just need to learn how to be comfortable with that. And what he was really telling me, for me anyway, was that I need to, I need to just sit in it and sit through it and get to the other side um, and a lot for me a lot of that involves acceptance when i'm going through something like that um so i guess my point is <clears throat> we're going to get through this 
and it's going to be uncomfortable for a while, but we've been through lots of things in our lives that have been uncomfortable. Lots of things in life. Like I wish I didn't have to do this, whatever it is. And, and you did it and you got through it and you learn how to be adapt to whatever the new situation was. So we're doing the same thing here. It's a process and we're just in it. Now, somebody told me a while back, maybe, I don't know, I must have been playing golf a few weeks ago with somebody and they described uh, to them, they felt like their journey through quote COVID and quarantine was like the uh, Kubler-Ross stages of, of, you know, the seven stages of death that you go through or whatever. There's, you know, anger, uh, sadness, blah, 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 blah. And finally it gets to acceptance and you're able to move on. And so this person said, that's, <clears throat> that's how I'm looking at this thing because I'm having all these emotions about it. You know, fear and this, that, and the other thing. And um, But I, I'm, I'm looking at it kind of like, a death. I don't know if it's the death of my old life. I don't know what it is. He couldn't quantify that, but that was what he used as sort of his guide to, uh, to work his way through the whole thing. So, you know, he said, so based on that, you know, some days are great and some days are, are not, and that's the way it is. But eventually I'll get to the other side of this, whatever it's going to look like and I'll be okay. And I kind of like that too. Yeah. It's, um, and I like that too, because I would say that like the, I, the emotions you brought up that, you know, the fear, you know, you're fearful that you're going to get this and then you're like, well, if I get it, what is it really going to look like? Am I going to be one of the ones that if I do get it, it's going to be really, really, really bad. Or am I going to be one of the ones that's going to get it? And it's not even, I'm not even going to know I have it. You know, you have that going on and then you have, um, I'm never going to get life back. Like it used to be. I'm never going to be able to have those feelings. Like, for instance, last night we had dinner with some dear, dear, dear friends and they were there, they were leaving, they're leaving town tomorrow. We won't see them for a while. And we couldn't give them a hug. You know, it was like, you just wanted to go and give them a hug. And you're like, I've been sitting across the table from you, but I, we still can't hug. And you had to go like with your elbow thing. And, um, it felt uncomfortable. It felt like, you know, it felt like something that I, because I am touchy-feely. I'm one of those people who to go and hug people and just touch them. And, I'm, I, and, I, when I, and I talk with my hands and I go and I'll be like, and I'll pat somebody or I'll pat somebody over here. And today, if I did that, it would be like, oh my gosh, don't touch me. You could have COVID. And then, so I have that fear. That fear is constantly like a silent thing that's in life. And maybe it's a silent thing for everyone. You know, it's a silent thing for everyone. And I think that um, a lot of people are in a place of like, I mean, I know we're in Florida right now. So those that are listening, we are in Florida. And I know because I talked to a dear friend today who's up at home in Philadelphia and she said, oh my gosh, in Florida, you would think that they don't even, they don't even care that it's COVID. They don't even think it's real. They don't even think it's real. And nobody's wearing masks. And I'm like, hmm. That's, I, I don't know if that's true because again, I stay in the house. I stay in the house most of the time. I do outdoor stuff because I'm outside, but like, I'm not going to go in the mall. I'm definitely not going to the mall. And then you have, um, at least for me, I sit here and I think, God, what's going to happen, you know, financially to a lot of people 
you know, it's, it's going to change a lot of people's lives, this whole thing. And then that makes them angry there. And then again, it's like, I could go on and on ad nauseum, but learning the balance. So what am I control? What am, what am I in control over? Really? Really? I'm powerless over everything. And we all are. I don't care if you're an alcoholic, if you're not an alcoholic, everybody's powerless. We all think we can make things happen, but even any, I mean, people can make things happen for a second, but they can't make the feelings happen inside of them that they're going to, let's say we set up this whole thing and we have this beautiful party and it's still everything on the outside looks great, but on the inside, you're not feeling good. So we're powerless over everything, right? Does that make any sense? What I just said? Yes. Okay. I always think, and I don't know why this popped in my head, but because I, we, because we're just, what are we doing? What am I doing? Um, what is it called that I'm doing? I don't know. Are you spitballing? Spitballing. That's what you think. <laughs> but um, it's so interesting because like you think of a feeling like I, uh, going back to the social media, I can't look at social media right now because it definitely angsts me up. And I know that a lot of pictures, like you see people that are like, they don't care that the COVID's going on and they're on the beach and they're all right next to each other. There's no social distancing. There's none of it. And you just sit there and you're like, Oh my God, are you kidding me? And these same people are going, it's just crazy anyway, but they take a picture and you're like, what are all those people really feeling that are sitting there? We have no idea. I have no idea. I'm powerless over that. I have no idea how the people really feel in that quarter of a second that that picture was taken. It might even been, you know, less than that of the time that the picture was taken and how is the person feeling? Right? Correct. I'm powerless over it. So what do you have power over? Me. That's it. Me. So I think that sometimes during timeout land, you need to take a timeout. So I went and um, I actually did an awesome podcast this morning that will air on Thursday. Um, I am doing what I'm supposed to do. I might quiet the noise around me like in terms i don't know what i'm gonna do i don't know mm-hmm. I, I don't know i might just take a time out what do you think well i was thinking about something where you're talking and um you know one of the one of the things that i've heard um many times is you know that question are you living in the problem or 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 are you living in the solution mm-hmm. and um and and what that means to me is that I have to, if, if I'm, if I'm not comfortable, if I'm not happy, if I'm fearful, if I'm any of those things, I must be living in the problem. And, uh, and for me to say, well, the problem is coronavirus doesn't help me out any because I have no solution for coronavirus at all, you know, but if I can say the problem is the way I feel about it. The problem is me, right? Yeah. The problem is always me. If I can do that, that really gives me some power because if I say the problem is me, then I can do something about it. You know, when I say the problem is this person or this disease or this television station or whatever, I'm just giving all my power away and I can't do, like you said, I can't do anything about any of those things, but I can do something about me. So, you know, am I going to, so I need to take a look at myself and say, what am I going to do for me to live in the solution? You know, what does it take for me to get in the solution and out of the problem if the problem is me? Um, And that's a really good reflection for me because it gives me some 
I'll get positive direction to go from out of that for sure. So maybe that's helpful to somebody. Yeah, it's, um, it's me. And acknowledging it's me gives me power, right? Absolutely. It's interesting. So when I talked to this woman this morning, I don't want to give up everything that's going to be talked about on Thursday. But, you know, this lady talked about how alcoholics have this frontal lobe thing, right? We need instant gratification, right? That's just the mm -hmm. way we are. And so like having something positive going on in the future, like facing somebody, it's like, okay, so I, in three months from now, we'll have a plan to do something. And I guess right now we can't even do that. Like we wanted to do, make some plans, but now you're like, I can't make a plan because I don't know what's happening. Exactly. So you got to move on from that. You know, so I, I'm thinking like, I mean, I'm trying to say things like, so what am I going to do to be happy now? Because really me being happy three months from now is meaningless to me. The only thing that means anything to me is me being happy right now, right? Or me having faith three months from now is meaningless to me. I need to have it now so I can get rid of the fear that I have now. Um, so, you know, what am I going to do? Am I, if I'm fearful of being around people, that don't wear masks, you know, rather than me try to lash out and change and get them to wear masks. Really what I need to do is just say, if I see people without masks and that, and that makes me fearful or uncomfortable, I'll just stay away from those people. And if that means I can't go in someplace, well, I just can't go in there. And uh, I can, if I really want to feel good about that, I can just say, you know, it's God's world. It's not JF's world. And um, if those people are there and that's the way I feel, well, God must have some good reason for me not to go into that place, whatever it is. So he must have something better in store for me someplace else. And I'll just move on from that. And I always like that because I like that other thing that you said, like, oh my God, like, is life ever going to be the way it was? And I was thinking in my, in my life, <clears throat> in my life, especially my life in sobriety, there's been several things that have happened you know, monumental things have happened. And I've thought, oh my God, is life ever going to be the way it was? And, you know, and that's a big negative when I say something like that, right? Like it was so good and now it's so bad. And is it ever going to be that good again? And, but what's happened to me every single time is I look back and I say, thank God that happened. And life ended up not being the way it was because it ended up being so much better, just but in a direction that I couldn't imagine because I'm a human and I can only imagine what I can imagine. You know, and, and God, the higher power, has this infinite plan that I can be a part of if I can let go of, of the boundaries that I build around myself, you know, which is my imagination. I'm just bounded by my imagination all the time. So I think things are bad. Um, and they're only bad because that's a judgment that has nothing to do with what's really going on. It's just a judgment because it's not what I want, right? Something's happening and it's not happening the way I want it to happen. So that's bad, just bad. But the, in the real grand scheme of things, like I said, it's God's world. And it, when I have the, uh, I have the luxury of 2020 hindsight in my life and I look back at those things that were so bad. And like I said, I'm like, thank God, thank, thank you God that that happened because it, it enabled me to get to a place that left to my own devices, 
I would have never gotten to, you know, because I would have been happy and complacent where I was because the fear always is change, right? Fear of change, fear of the different. So if I can have faith, I can put that fear aside and I'll, I'll see what happens. And it's not to say that I don't have fear all the time, but you know, I have fear and then I'd say, Oh, I need faith. I'll fall back into it and I'll be okay with it. And I'll get through, I'll be, comfortable in my discomfort till I get to the other side of whatever's going on. And I can guarantee anybody that's going through the same thing is wherever you end up, it's going to be so much better than where you came from. It's just the way life works. You know what you made me think about? This podcast is helping me. It's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Busy living sober is helping busy living sober during the middle of the podcast. Hey, you said it could help anybody. It can even help busy. So what it made me think about was open-mindedness. So I have to be open to all the possibilities. And that's what you mentioned. You know, mm -hmm. I have to be open to all the possibilities. A long time ago when we were up north, and it might have been a year ago, it might have been a year and a half ago. I'm not good at dates. We all know that. We had a discussion about a glass of water. And I said, is the glass half empty or is the glass half full? And what did you say? I said, what if it's just a glass with water in it and I don't have to be the judge of whether it's half empty or half full and just say that the glass has water in it and I can move on. And that is open-mindedness. So me being open to all the possibility of God's world, like I have no idea why all this craziness is going on in the world right this very second. I have no idea. But God, God probably does. God probably does. If the, we believe in God, if you're out there and you believe in something, a higher being, then maybe that person knows what's going on and why it's happening. And it's okay that I don't know why it's happening. Cause there's things that happen in my life. There's people that come in my life. There's people that come in my life for a season and they leave for a reason. Right. And, um, and what, what is the reason? I sometimes have no idea. I have no idea why they came in. I have no idea why they left. I have no idea of any of it. And it's all okay. It's all okay. It is. Because it's about the journey, right? So when I was drinking, there was no open-mindedness. I couldn't be open-minded because all I thought about was my next drink. I was like, when am I going to get it? How am I going to get it? Is there enough? Is there enough? Is there enough? And today, now that I'm sober... And I have been for a couple of 24 hours. You know, I have the ability to be okay knowing that I don't know anything. I just have to be open to the fact that I don't know anything. I am maybe never going to know anything. I'm just going to do the best I can do one day at a time and get happy in my feet wherever I am. And I guess the other way that it gets there is by being open-minded and knowing that it's okay that I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I want to know, but I don't. I think it's that. I think it's also, I mean, another simple thing is just, just having the faith to understand that just because I don't like it doesn't mean it's bad. And that's all faith. If I don't like it, it doesn't mean that. Just it, because I don't like it mean doesn't, that, that doesn't mean it's bad. Right. Right. Just means I don't like it. For instance, don't really like Brussels sprouts. Doesn't mean they're bad. Simple as that. Right. 
You don't like Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts. Yeah, doesn't mean they're bad. Doesn't mean they're bad. Well, you'll still eat them. I will. Yeah. 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 Sure. So why can't I apply that to everything else in my life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alarm clock goes off. Just because I don't like getting up doesn't mean it's bad. And, you know, it's like, you know, the world, I think that sometimes when you watch things on social media or even on the news, it's it kind of, it's once it tries to sway you one way or the other, right? It tries, I, I think, I'm just going to use a storm as an example. So there's an impending storm that's going to maybe come, right? And so the media goes on and on and on and on about this impending storm. The storm's coming. It's going to be horrible. You better be ready. You better batten down the hatches. Do you have enough? I, I know up north it would be a snowstorm will be coming. Down here, there's a hurricane coming. You need to be ready. Do you have the water? Do you have the plywood? And this is weeks before, right? Are you ready? I know here they were like, oh, there's discounts now because if you go buy hurricane stuff by June before June 1st, you can get a discount. Okay, who wins on that? I don't know. But it's like all this fear. If you come and you, and you tend to want to be part of society and watch the news and all the rest of it. But I don't remember that being that way when I was a kid. And I don't want to go into that either. That digressed to where I was just starting to go. But it's totally, I, I just have to be, because my brain sees good or bad, instead of just seeing the glass of water, I need to, I have to be extra, extra, extra on top of my game and realize that it is just a glass of water and it's going to be okay just for the moment. And sometimes that's when people say like, I'm not drinking for the, I, I like I have people that I've worked with before in my life that are like, I can't not drink one day at a time. I have to not drink one minute at a time. And I can't not smoke a cigarette one minute at a time. I can't eat sweets one minute at a time. I can't eat, I can't do the drug of my choice, but just one minute at a time, right? Well, that's fine because the only time you need to do it is in the moment anyway. Right. You know, but, if you don't want to drink, just don't drink now. You can drink in five minutes, who cares? But then in five minutes, you don't want to drink again either. Yeah, because it's always if you're always gonna if you're always gonna do something in five minutes, it's always five minutes out. Right, but then it seems like, and I don't know if this happens to you, but like when I say I'm gonna do it, maybe five minutes out, I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna do it five minutes out, and um, then the five minutes comes, and you you've already gotten yourself into something anyway. Exactly. Right. Yep. This too shall pass. That's what they say. They do. So this. So will COVID. It will all. This too shall pass. Mm -hmm. This might not be the last time that I'm going to come on the podcast and talk about how I feel crazy and all the rest of it. So I guess we'll just bear with it. That's but all we can do, honey. I do feel better now. I do feel better. I'm excited for the day. All right, everybody. There we go. I hope so. Glad we can help you out. I, I hope that I, I'm glad you could help me out. And I hope that somebody got something from what we shared today. And, um, Again, this was episode 176, and I'm really grateful 
to have you. And I'm grateful for all the listeners that are out there. And I do want to do a call out to the listeners because I don't feel like I've done it recently. I just want to say, if you're out there and you're battling addiction, you're not alone. I've been there. Um, Reach out. Don't be alone. Reach out, pick up the phone, send an email, call, do something, call somebody. You can always email me at busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y, at busylivingsober.com. And um, you can find us on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. I think I mentioned that earlier. We are on Instagram and we are on Facebook. And I think we're also on Pinterest. So um, you can find us many ways or just go to the website, busylivingsober.com and um, just realize you're not alone and we are here for you and um, everything will be okay. Everything is okay. It is okay just in this moment. And we're sending big hugs to everybody that's out there feeling pain today. We want to send big hugs and send wishes of well wellness and um, love. I'm going to send our love and know that we're giving you virtual hugs and elbow pumps. <laughs> and, um, you know, reach out. Don't be alone. And until... Thursday, next time for episode, that'll be episode 177. Until next time, keep getting busy living soba. Bye. Bye.